Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast. Now, coming up today, we're going to be looking ahead to this weekend's meeting with Valencia. But first, who and what is making headlines today? Well, despite the fact that uh, there has been the no transfers this season stance, still plenty of names being linked with potential moves to Real Madrid. David Alaba has been appearing regularly over the last few days as the impasse between him and Bayern Munich continues. He, it said, has offered himself to Real Madrid. Paul Popper is again underwhelming at Manchester United this season. He is reported to be available for a bargain £60 million next summer. Closer to home, some good news for Danny Carvajal. The 28-year-old is close to agreeing an extension to his deal, taking him to 2024, by which time he'll be 32. He's in his eighth season now at Real Madrid. He began his career in the Castilla team before having a very successful one-year spell in Germany with Bayer Leverkusen that back in 2012-2013. And he, in the coming months, will make his 200th appearance for Real Madrid. Been another full-on week, hasn't it, for Sergio Ramos? His future is very much on the agenda again. Uh, this coming just a few days after it looks like he might be voted the best centre-back in history as the votes going into France football's dream team, Ballon d'Or. Uh, Ramos was on 74% of the vote. Franz Beckenbauer the closest to him on 18 and this was some list as well, because elsewhere on it, you would find Marcel Desailly, you'd find Cannavaro, you'd find Baresi, you'd even find England's 66 World Cup winning captain Bobby Moore. And all of that collective got barely a percentage point of votes. Just shows you, doesn't it, that football fans have uh, rather short memories. And to Ramos's future then with Real Madrid, the dialogue is said to be fluid between he and President Perez, who are said to have a relationship more akin to father and son than uh, President and player. And there is, though, no sign of that extension being made public yet. But there are reports, if you look across the media, that are already saying that he will get a two-year deal, uh, but what he will not get is any more money. Keep an eye out for another new name who's attracting Madrid interest. It's 18-year-old Jeremy Doku. Uh, he's been on the youth international scene with Belgium for a few years. He made his under-21 debut last November and his full debut for Belgium this September against Denmark. Now, he's currently at Rennes, yes, the same club that has Camavinga. Uh, they picked him up from Anderlecht this year. He made his debut there as a 16-year-old back in 2016. Now, the player has attracted plenty of rave reviews, people comparing him to Sadia Mane and Real Madrid are not the only team that has been keeping a close eye on him. Liverpool have been watching him for a couple of years. Uh, Juventus and Bayern Munich also keeping close tabs on him. Now staying with youth because relations between Madrid and Dortmund are becoming tense over the lack of use of Renier, who went there on loan this summer. His appearances have been few, just three in Bundesliga and all from the bench. He has appeared as well as a sub in Champions League against Lazio and Brugge. Now, the view is the 18-year-old was sent out for experience and so far he isn't getting very much. Now, there is a potential for Madrid to end his loan and bring him back to Spain. Remember, they did do it with Lunin and Vallejo 
And uh, Villarreal, of course, were warned earlier this season that if they didn't play Kubo, then he too would be withdrawn from his loan. So it's going to be interesting to see how Lucien Favre reacts to this situation and whether or not he will give Renier any more minutes. International break is coming, of course. Zidane will be crossing his fingers that Eden Hazard doesn't pick up any injury after he was called up by Roberto Martinez for Belgium. That may be not so much of a surprise, but what was was Didier Deschamps leaving out Ferland Mondi for the French squad. There was a call, though, for Marcus Thuram, who's had a very impressive season, as we did indeed see playing for Borussia Mönchengladbach. Not a good time for Isco. He's been left feeling a little disappointed that he was overlooked by Luis Enrique. The reality is, though, it's no surprise he's appeared as a sub in only one of the last four games. Looks very unlikely that if he stays with Madrid, that he will return to the international fold. His last appearance was back in June of 2019 in a 3-0 victory over Sweden. Uh, could change, though, of course, if he does move on. There is still that potential for him to maybe link up with Angelotti at Everton, perhaps in January. On then to this weekend's meeting with Valencia. It is meeting number 185 between Madrid and Valencia. But uh, Valencia have struggled to navigate this fixture. Incredibly, this is the 50th meeting between these two since the turn of the millennium. And Valencia have won just nine of those, during which times there have been some pretty heavy Valencia losses, including a 6-3 in Valencia back in 2011 when Jose Mourinho was the man at the helm. Only survivor, by the way, from that game, uh, who did actually score the opening goal in the game is uh, Karim Benzema. There was also the 4-1 back in 2018. Again, surprisingly, in both of those two big wins, Captain Sergio Ramos didn't play. Now, Valencia's last win in this fixture was early 2019. Guedes and Garay scored the goals overall then. It is meeting number 185. Madrid have won 96 to Valencia's 49 with 39 games drawn. Always goals when these two meet as well. Nil-nils are very few and far between. Overall, 571 goals have been scored in the previous 184. Well, so far this season, it's been a pretty poor start for Valencia. Just two victories in eight games. They've taken one point only from the last 12. They start the day down in 13th place on eight points. Only Vigo and Huesca as well have actually a worse defensive record than Valencia this season. Eight different players have scored for them this campaign. Top of the charts is the Uruguayan Maxi Gomez with three goals ahead of Vallejo on two. Six different players have provided the assists for goals. But look out for 19-year-old South Korean Lee who incidentally was actually sent off against Madrid last June in the 3-0 loss. He's the top assist provider this season with three so far. Now, home form has always been the bedrock of Valencia's season. Even last year, when they ended up down in ninth place, only Bilbao beats them at home in La Liga, and 40 of their 53 points were won at home. This season, Betis have already won at the Mestalla. 
Right, on to the tail of the tape. The key stats then ahead of the game. Valencia played one more game. Eight to Real Madrid, seven, 11 goals scored this season for Valencia, 13 for Real Madrid. Shots per game, 9.5 for Valencia, 13.9 for Real Madrid. Uh, accuracy, they're better for Valencia. They've got four on target per game. Only 4.7 for Real Madrid. Possession average over the season, 45.6 for Valencia, 58 for Real Madrid. A pass completion rate, pretty lowly actually for Valencia, 79.4, 87.5 for Real Madrid. On to discipline, yellow cards, 18 for Valencia, 11 to Real Madrid, zero red cards for Madrid, one for Valencia. That was Correa's red in the 2-2 with Getafe just a a week ago. Defensively, tackles began 13.4 for Valencia, 17 Real Madrid. Uh, Balls won in the air, 17.3 for Valencia to 11 for Real Madrid. And opposition shots on goal, uh, nine per game for Real Madrid, 15.3 for Valencia. They're clearly going to have to tighten up tomorrow. A quick catch-up on some of the team news for the weekend. Odegaard has recovered. He is available for selection if he's needed. And Nacho and Carvajal are stepping up their recoveries. They should be available after the international break. And Adria Zola is back working in the gym. Well, that just about wraps it up then for today. Don't forget, you can still catch up with all of the previous episodes of the podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or via any of the streaming providers. I'll be back midweek next week with an update. Until then, do enjoy the match on Sunday, wherever you're watching. From me, Tim Cable, till next week, bye-bye for now.